You're always ready in season. You know? When you're raised from the dead. Don't even have to prepare. Because you're raised from the dead. We just eat the word all the time so that when the time comes for you to open your mouth, you're the oracle of God. The mouth of God, as it's written. If anyone speaks, let them speak as God himself. And if you don't have that kind of confidence, you are a Pharisee. <laughs> Jesus, the best thing we can do is put you down like a sick puppy. An open earth of Moses be upon all Christians, and an open heavens of Elijah be upon all Christians, and all buildings made by human hands, and all of their leaders, and all of their faction leaders, and all their pastors, and all their organizations, and all their denominations, and all their universities, and theology cemeteries, seminaries, and let all Christendom be consumed by Moses below and Elijah above. When Moses brought judgment, how was it? The earth opened up and swallowed the enemies of Christ. When Elijah brought judgment, what was it? The heavens opened up and burnt up the enemies of Christ. Moses is the apostolic, also known as favor, and Elijah is the prophetic, also known as wisdom, the wine and the oil. The oil is Moses, and the wine is Elijah. The apostolic and prophetic, the two witnesses of God the Father's fullness. And since everyone's like totally bewitched, thinking they're more mature than they are, I mean, these two witnesses are more persecuted than ever before in the USA. I got my USA drinking drinking team shirt on today because that's the word of God you want to face this horror Babylon and the power of Satan's stars that's on her head that seven headed beast and all of the power of death and all the submission that she willingly has given her heart to you're going to have to be drunker than ever drunker on the new wine you're going to have to be more anointed than ever anointed on the fresh oil did you know that the fresh oil of the Lord Jesus is the grace of the Lord Jesus with your spirit? When the Bible says the grace of the Lord Jesus be with your spirit, that's speaking of the anointing oil that raises the dead, which is your dead spirit, so that you're a 666 carnally minded animal and not a living creature at the mind of Christ. The anointing only raises the dead. So how do you tell if someone's anointed? They consistently raise the dead. <laughs> Holy Ghost. People are like, well, did you go into the casket? Yeah, I went into their body, the casket. The flesh is dead. You're born dead. Original sin is you're born dead. <laughs> I mean, it's the most disgusting thing you ever see. I know it's beautiful because you're animals and you like that animal nature, but it's disgusting to God. It's disgusting. The animal nature is an abomination. And for someone to stay in the animal nature and not develop their spirit nature is the worst sin and travesty and the trampling of the blood of the Lamb underfoot of all time. And most Christians have done that. And do we condemn them? No. The throne of grace will raise them from the dead. 
Whoever's forgiven much, loves much. They'll be so thankful when they actually come out of their caskets, come out of their whitewashed tombs, come out of their open sepulchers, come out of their pyramids of Egyptian hell, serving Jezebel instead of the Lord Jesus Christ in truth, nor in spirit. They serve in spirit, but they serve in the spirit of Jezebel. Eve was listening to a spirit when she fell. She, she was trying to be spirit-led, but it was the wrong spirit. It was the serpent in the garden, and the fruit was terrible, wasn't it? She died. The glory lifted off her life, and she became the first witch, just like many of you today who practice witchcraft and not the anointing. Most Christians are witches in Babylon the Great. Most. The vast majority. Because anyone who's carnally led by their brain practices starlight, externalism. They're the sons and daughters of Jezebel, not the sons and daughters of God. And I say that in love, and the love of God will set you free. The issue is, God only works in your spirit. Since He's the Father of spirits, who's the Father of your brain? Who's the Father of your flesh? Who's the Father of your original sin and the bloody mess you were born in as animals, mammals, homo sapiens sapiens? Satan. That's the red dragon. It's red because that's your animal blood that belongs to him while you're in darkness. <laughs> the natural path, the wide path of destruction, is just living as a human. And many go down that wide path. Human Christianity is going down that wide path. The narrow path is living in your divine nature as a spirit. And the only thing that makes it on the narrow path is your spirit. You know how many hundreds of thousands I've watched leave the narrow path and go into the wide path? I mean, why do you think I'm so intense about this every day? I have watched hundreds physically die, even many in their 20s and 30s. Many in their 20s and 30s. Many premature, sick 50. I mean, I think dying in your 60s and 70s, 80s and 90s is premature since we're preloaded to conquer death in this generation. But that's like success for a human animal but an abomination to the blood of his cross. You don't understand the power of the resurrection because you've lived out of your human soul and your human soulish ability. It's religious. It's demoniacal. It's totally satanic, and that is the mark of Cain and the mark of the beast on your forehead. The human ability is the mark of the beast. Beast is the human nature. Beast is the flesh. Okay? <laughs> beast means animal. James calls the human flesh animal. I mean, you put the puzzle pieces together, it's not that hard to solve. It's just shocking because it's true. The mark of the beast is living as a human instead of a life-giving spirit or a Christian. So what are we combating here, Joel's army? The beast, the false prophet, and the red dragon which is the curse of the fall, the death, and all the lies that keep you in darkness thinking that it's light, keeping you in buildings made by human hands thinking it's good when you're satanic Christians. And that's not even telling you the full truth. That's me exercising gentleness and patience with you because it's actually much, much, much worse than that. You develop as white magicians. You develop like white magic Egyptians of Egypt, Janes and Jambres. You become false 
the longer you stay in church. <laughs> it grows the self-righteous nature, even to the point where the charismatic leaders begin voicing the fallen angels that I've been combating. I've been watching that for decades. That I'm like, whoa, that's the lie that we've been destroying, and they just channeled it through their unrenewed mind, and they're like the leaders at Bethel Church and Morning Star Church and all the churches that write the books that you buy, and I'm shocked by that. That's the very lie that we're attacking, and you're channeling the fallen angel's words because anyone that lives in buildings made by human hands is a member in particular of the Whore of Babylon, no exceptions, even our favorite David Hogan. Oh my God, you're coming against David Hogan? I'm coming against the Whore of Babylon. I'm coming against the cap of the second heavens. And yeah, David Hogan is limited to that cap. And I love him. He's one of the most fiery, charismatic ministers that serves in buildings made by human hands. But I tell you the truth, it's not the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. In fact, it's not even close. A soul raised by the morning star into the third heaven moves by teleportation. We got a long ways to go. A lot of people can't even go further down the narrow path because they're capped up on their head by the system they're submitted to, which is the case with all the precious people I love, like Surprise Satoli, you know, and all these other ones, David Hogan, and these real apostles, these men of God, men of God that I honor and love, but we're going to go farther. We got to go much farther because we're predestined to overcome death. And by ignorance, you don't understand you're still submitted to Abaddon. My people die because of a lack of revelation, knowledge. You don't understand how the heavens and the earth, or what's under the earth, even works. You don't understand what's in the universe. And we don't need to teach on, the, on Freemasonry. We don't need to teach on the secret knowledge of Satan. We don't need to teach on the realm of white and black magic of Jennies and Jambres and become necromancers like the pastors of church buildings. We don't need to teach that. That's already in you. What we need to teach on is the knowledge of the glory. <laughs> what we need to teach on is the development of the new covenant out of your rich treasury of glory. We need to teach you and train you and disciple you to live dependent on the oil and the wine. The only thing that Satan cannot harm, according to the book of Revelation. He cannot harm the oil and wine. He cannot harm the new wine. can't harm wisdom. He can't harm the substances that Jesus Christ of Nazareth grew in to become King of kings and Lord of lords, and firstborn from among the dead. Luke chapter 2, he grew in favor and wisdom and stature. Amen. With God and with all men. Which means, we got a lot of growing up to do. A lot of you struggle with having favor with your family, favor with the dead, favor with the damned, favor with Democrats, favor with Republicans. Jesus didn't care. Jesus had every type of animal come to him, and they just went right into the ark, for he is the ark, the ark of the new covenant. He had centurions come to him. He had Romans. He had Pharisees come to him by night. Nicodemus. He had every type of animal of human nature come to him, and they just went right in the ark. Bam! Right in. Like two double doors of the heart of Jesus, which are the kingdom doors of heavenly Jerusalem. And all that matters is that you're entering Christ with your whole heart and mind. See, the younger prodigal son 
say he was a crackhead, spent a million dollars on crack, and he got all this money and stuff and spent three million dollars on whores in Vegas. People do that all the time. Trust fund babies live in hotels and just have a different prostitute every night. They have crack delivered to their hotel. I've seen it thousands of times. And spend millions and just blow it all on dumb crap. All over, it's all over the USA. It happens in every city. And so that type of thing, that dead thing in grave clothes that's a total prodigal that, you know, the religious person would just condemn. That person's totally going to hell. And yeah, they know they're going to hell. They don't, you don't feel good. You have to keep chasing the dragon to keep feeling good. You know you're dead <laughs> when you're a younger prodigal. You are a slimy, greasy boy and girl. And you feel like it all the time unless you're drunk or high. And that's why we were alcoholics and that's why we were drug addicts. We were chasing the dragon. And there's nothing there. It's a dead end. And Christ saved us. We came back to the Father and He put a robe on us. And the first thing he required was that the grave clothes come off. My son was dead but is now alive. And that is the case for every single person. So I think the problem is a lot of these older prodigals, they just weren't big enough crackheads. They weren't big enough prostitutes. Or maybe they were secretly. And they just don't want to be exposed for their true human animal nature. And maybe you're all younger prodigals but some of you are twice as wicked as the younger one that knew he was a whore. <laughs> that knew he was an evil boy. He acknowledged his wickedness before his father and humbled himself to the point of becoming a slave in the father's house. It is written, Luke 15. The older one was a slave of his own self-righteousness. This really is the great awakening message, the two prodigals, because everyone in their human nature is a whore. The horror of Babylon is humanity. 100% across the board, no exception. Every class, every tribe, every tongue, every race, every nation, you are the horror of Babylon. And you come out of the devils, my people, says God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The wicked that are removed is not the redeemed human because you're all evil in your animal hearts. It's not beating up the person Jesus died for. It's beating up the devils and the demons that they're stuck in and can't come out of. <laughs> Jesus Christ is a killing machine when it comes to birds, reptiles, and beasts. The Bible says that he will kill the offspring of Jezebel. I mean, that's New Covenant, last book ever written in 90 AD by the Apostle John on Patmos. So, I mean, we're already like 60 years deep into the New Covenant. Jerusalem's already been sacked. The, the diaspora has already happened. Jews scattered across the whole world. And the Apostle John's telling you all this stuff about Jesus killing people. I mean, I think we, we really need to read the book of Revelation, especially chapters 2 and 3, read it in the Amplified Classic, and see what kind of man Jesus Christ actually is. He's tougher than the Caesars. He's tougher than the Pharisees. He's a warlord. He's tougher than Napoleon and Genghis Khan combined. He's tougher than all the kings and lords of all time of civilization 6,000 years. Tougher than Nebuchadnezzar. Tougher than Donald Trump. Tougher than General Mattis. He's tougher than anyone. And he's a warrior. I mean, he is the warrior of all warriors, and he fights for faith. He fights for freedom. He fights for health. He fights for prosperity. 
He fights for deliverance from the devils that you so deceptively submit to out of ignorance because of a lack of revelation knowledge. That's what it means to perish for lack of knowledge. You don't understand how anything works in reality. You're stuck in the animal curse and you got sorcerers trained in sorcery that's been around 500 years that understand how the universe works and they're deep in covenant with fallen angels and the animals just submit to every angel of light that appears and says it's an, a spirit from God. Like Eve submitting to the voice of the devil. She thought she was obeying God. Oh, it was good. It's good, 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 good. Oh, God, God didn't know and she doubted the word of God. I'm This voice that's pleasing to my own ego and pleasing to my flesh and, and it sounds real good. It sounds real biblical. Following that voice led her to the fall and destruction of mankind. And that's why most of you are fallen and destroyed, sick and diseased, poor, beat up, broken, and trying to put band-aids on yourself because you're still listening to the religious devil that's feeding your mark of Cain, feeding your flesh, feeding your beast nature, and you're not willing to grow your spirit and sacrifice your human nature. The greatest lie of all time is trying to fix your human nature instead of killing the thing. Kill it! I hope that you die. And I hope you die the deaths with Christ. I hope you are sealed in the tomb today with the emperor's seal. And you are so long dead, it's beyond question. So that when you come out of that tomb, all that remains is Christ Jesus. So that you can be real Christians for the first time in your hypocritical religious lives. Even you that think you're real cutting edge now that you've left church. What a joke. A lot of you should go back to church and burst the old wineskin. Oh wait, you don't have enough wine to do it. You're just judgmental of them. If you're actually in the new wine and have overcome anything, the new wine of the kingdom bursts the old wineskin of the old covenant system of the synagogue structure. If you don't have the wine to burst the old wineskin, what, what are you now? You're just a little more hipster than you were before. A little more cutting edge because you heard a message from John the Baptist in the river. Someone that walks in the wine and oil, but you don't have it yourself. So you use the knowledge to get puffed up in pride and condemn someone that hasn't even heard this message that still goes to church. Now you're twice as prideful and twice as demonized than you were before hearing the teaching of the sons of God. And we've seen that thousands of times. It's for your spirit, not your flesh. The same message can produce the biggest hypocrites or the biggest servants of all got to understand that when Jesus preached, some people heard that message through the filter of their flesh and became antichrists, the Judaizers, the externalists, the Judas Iscariots. <laughs> some people hear this word through their own ego and apply it to their own personal lives and not the kingdom. And this message will be their destruction. Others will apply it to their spirit and it will build up their spirit and they'll serve the Father, and they'll actually become great in the kingdom. But to one it's the fragrance of life, and to the other it's the fragrance of death. But it's all the same fragrance of Christ. The issue is, where is your mind at? Is your mind on you, and how to personally apply this message to build up you? That's the mark of the beast. 
Or is this to serve the Father? I can use this to build my Father's kingdom on earth by my spiritual compassion and opening my heart and building up everyone's spirit around me. See, there's two trees in the garden, and the trees are the filter that you hear the word through. The religious never understand. Ever hearing, but never understanding. Always seeing, but never perceiving. Otherwise, they'd repent and come, come to a knowledge of the truth. But they never repent because they're selfish. They're religious. They're the offspring of the red dragon. They're the self-righteous. They're the hypocrites. They're the whitewashed tombs. They're the religious people of the world. And the Christians are more guilty than any other religion in the world. More guilty. Because we have the New Testament. And yet we don't apply it spiritually to our spiritual growth. We apply it to our mark of the beast in our flesh and trample his blood underfoot. And we still live as animals in our human nature instead of spirits in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ that walks through walls. Holy Spirit, convict everyone of sin, righteousness, and coming judgment, and help these people rend their hearts and not their garments. In the name of Jesus, we love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.